I was sitting in the living room of a Pensacola beach house the first time that my business coach told me that she thought I should create a digital course. I'd gone to that mastermind retreat with a completely different idea in mind, but she asked me about the work I was doing with my clients, and I started to tell her how I was so intrigued by the funnels we were building and how predictable they were. The lead system was just so well-tuned that we could literally put more money into the ads budget and know exactly how many more leads my client would get as a result. It made my math and my logic-loving little heart sing. I'd just never seen anything like it. My coach, well, my two coaches actually, it was Nicole Dean and Kelly McCausey at the time, told me that I needed to teach that to people, that I needed to help them design systems like that for their businesses. Immediately, all of my insecurities came flooding in, telling me all the reasons why I couldn't possibly create courses for this market. I didn't know anything worth teaching. Who did she think I was anyway? Everybody already knew more more than me about running an online business. I didn't have anything new to bring to the conversation. And who was even going to listen to anything that I had to say? An email subscriber wrote to me recently with many of these same concerns. And as I wrote back to her, I knew that I wanted to share my answers with you as well, because I know that you have these same insecurities. This is episode 88 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today I'm answering all of your confidence-killing questions so you can get out of your own way and start building your online empire. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. I appreciate you. You'll find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 88. While you're there, be sure to download my free resource, Your Online Business Roadmap. It's your step-by-step plan to starting your very first digital product-based business. You'll learn what's important and why and what things you can skip for now. You can get that at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 88. Okay, let's talk about confidence for just a minute. I was just on the phone with a friend of mine this morning. She's thinking about starting a YouTube channel, and she has this image in her head about what her videos should Of course, she thinks they need to be perfect. They need to have just the right intro sequence that kind of leads really seamlessly into the subject matter. They have to be precisely edited, and they have to have just the right keywords, and you know, on and on and on. The problem is, She's comparing herself to YouTubers who have been producing content for years, so she's coming up a little short. Anybody would in that situation. This is one way that your brain might be keeping you stuck, and I recorded a podcast episode a while back about how to let go of your perfectionism so you can actually get some stuff done. I'll link to that in the show notes, and I invite you to listen to that one as well, because perfectionism is definitely one of the big confidence killers. 
Once you get past that, though, there are still some questions that your brain is going to toss out at you that are going to make you think that you're just not ready for this entrepreneurial path, that you have more to learn, or that you have to fine-tune your niche, or that you have to have a really big and unique idea before you can start. Absolutely none of that is true, so let's talk about what really matters here. The first question that my subscriber asked in her email the other day was, do I even know enough to teach this? Now she has a niche in mind. She has some courses that she's thinking about creating. And her question is, do I know enough about this subject matter to teach it? This was my biggest concern that day at the beach house as well. I thought everybody already knows everything that I know. I can't possibly teach them anything they don't already know and fully understand. I thought that I didn't have the credentials necessary to teach it as if there were some governing body that was going to come at me and say, you know, you're not certified to teach funnel building. You're not certified to teach online marketing to anybody. How dare you? I thought that I had to have every answer to every single question that anybody would maybe ever possibly ask me about online marketing. The truth is, we all discount our own knowledge. We all believe that because something comes easy to us, that because we know how to do something or that we understand something, that it is just common knowledge, that everybody has that same experience, that everybody has that same learning, that everybody has been exposed to those same resources and everybody must know this if we know it. I mean, after all, it's easy for us, therefore it must be easy for everyone. The fact is, everyone doesn't already know. I've told the story before of being on a webinar with a friend of mine and she was teaching file management. She was teaching people how to open up a file on their computer and rename things and throw things away that they didn't want so it could be better organized so that they could find what they were looking for. And I logged into this webinar thinking, who's going to show up for this? This is the most basic stuff. This is file management stuff. This is stuff that I'd been doing for years. And I wrongly assumed that it was something that other people had been doing for years too. And boy, was I wrong because some people were commenting things like, I never knew you could do that. And I didn't know it could be this easy. And I didn't know how to rename my files. And I didn't understand how to organize them so I could find them later. This was all stuff that came to me second nature because I'd been doing it for so long. But clearly there was an audience of people out there who didn't understand and who needed that information. So never discount what you know. I learned that lesson that day that just because I know how to do something, just because I understand something, or just because I'm doing something in a certain way, doesn't mean that everybody else in the world has that same understanding or that same level of expertise. And there are people out there who need to hear it from you. You do not have to be an expert to teach on a subject either. Let's talk about this for a minute because this comes up a lot. We feel like we have to know everything. We have to know everything that there is to know about everything that we are teaching. And the truth is you just have to be a little bit ahead of the people that you are teaching because here's the thing. The experts are not always the best teacher. If you think about this, you'll, you'll, get what I'm saying here, because think about 
a person who has a PhD in advanced mathematics and imagine them trying to go into a third grade classroom and teach addition and subtraction and multiplication to those third graders. It's not going to go over very well. The third graders are going to be frustrating. They're being talked over. They don't really understand where the 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 doctorate of, you know, advanced mathematics, where that person is coming from, where they're, you know, what they're even talking about. They're using words and ideas that don't resonate with their little third grade minds. And the teacher is also going to be frustrated because the third graders are not up to the level that they want to teach at. There's a big disconnect there. But when you are teaching someone who is just a little bit behind you, or who is maybe coming up the same journey, following the same path that you were following, it's a much easier, it's much easier to make that connection to resonate with that person. So feeling like you have to be an expert in everything, that you have to know everything there is to know, that you have to have studied it for years and years and years before you can possibly teach it is just an exercise in frustration. You do not have to have that level of expertise in order to be teaching it. Kelly McCausey once um, had a, I'm going to see if I can find it. I'll put a link in the show notes if I can. She had a a graphic of a what she called the coaching ladder. And this was specifically about being a coach to people, but I think it translates well to creating courses as well. What you are trying to do is teach the person or mentor the person who is just below you on the ladder. So you can imagine somebody just starting out, they're on the bottom rung, they're brand new, they don't know any anything about anything, they're just learning a little bit and maybe you are two or three or four rungs up, you can easily reach your hand down to that person to help them make their way up to where you are. You don't have to assume that you can help them past the point where you are. You're just helping them reach the point where you are. This is the learn then teach model. And it is a valid business model that many, many people embrace very successfully. So don't fall into the trap of thinking that you have to be an expert on everything to teach on a subject. You do not have to know everything there is to know about your subject. And you know what? I would even say it's impossible to know everything there is to know about the subject that you're teaching. We cannot possibly study it for that long to become that level of an expert. We teach what we know, not what we imagine that other people want to know. And that brings me to my next point, which is that you don't have to have every answer to every single question. This idea terrified me when I first launched my Six Figure Systems program. That's my monthly program where I teach you how to build an online business from scratch. Six Figure Systems is filled with downloadable resources and video-based courses that you can watch at your own pace, but one of the most valuable parts of this program are the twice-monthly Q&A calls where you can bring me any question that's on your mind. Today, these calls are my favorite thing to do. I absolutely love getting on the on calls with Six Figure Systems members and just answering all their questions and talking to them about what's going on in their business. But five years ago when we launched, this call filled me with anxiety. I was so worried that somebody was going to ask a question that I couldn't answer. I thought I had to know everything about everything before I could put myself out there as a mentor and a teacher for others. But the thing is, 
Like I said, you can never know everything there is to know about a subject. It's just not possible. And it's also not necessary. It is okay to say, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. It is valid to help your students find other resources if you can't help them with a particular question or if they outgrow you, if they move past you on that coaching ladder, it's okay to help them find other resources. And it is valid to grow with your community as well. Again, that's the learn then teach model. That is a valid business model that you can embrace. So don't think that you have to know more before you can start teaching. You know enough. You know enough to help the people that are coming up behind you on that learning journey. The second question that my subscriber asked me was, how do I set myself apart from other teachers in the same space? And we've heard this over and over and over again, right? I can't tell you how many times I have heard that you have to have a USP, a unique selling proposition. And what we often hear when somebody says that is that you have to have a truly unique idea, that you have to be completely different, that you have to be Apple computers back in the 80s when Microsoft was making beige boxes that sat on your desktop, right? That is not at all what anybody is talking about. The fact is that you are unique just because you are you and no one else is. You want to embrace your unique experiences in the world, whether it's related to what you're teaching or not. You want to share your unique voice, the way that you speak, the style that you speak in, the words that you use. That's your unique voice, and no one else has that. You want to teach in your unique style, however it is that you do that. You can look at people like Leonie Dawson, who teaches in a very quirky, very funny way and compare that to someone like Terry Dean, for example, who is very matter of fact. Everybody has their own unique teaching style and that style will resonate with your audience. You also want to let your unique personality shine through. Maybe you like to be funny in your courses or in your content, or maybe you are very step-by-step, or maybe you like to swear, or maybe you don't like to swear, or, you know, whatever. Whatever makes you unique, you want to let that shine through. I talk about Jeff Herring a lot on this podcast. He's somebody that I continue to learn from today. And he once said something that really made an impact on me. He was talking at a conference that we were both attending. He was teaching, I was attending. And he said that the world is filled with content. The world is filled with courses and ideas and nothing is truly unique. You will be saying something that someone else has already said. You will be talking about things that someone else has already talked about. And that's okay because someone out there won't hear it until they hear it from you. In other words, they can learn the same thing from 14 other people, but it will not sink in until they hear it from you. And that's because of that uniqueness that you bring to the table. That's because you have that unique combination of experience and voice and personality and teaching style that no one else has. And for that person, 
they can only learn from you. So you owe it to them to get your experience and your expertise and your personality out there so that they can learn from you. And I want to touch on story here for just a minute because it's a hot topic right now. Everybody's talking about story and it's part of what makes you unique. I used to think that I would struggle to be successful in the make money online market because I didn't have a rags to riches story to share. So many course creators in this space have this story of having, you know, $14 in the bank or how they were earning $8 an hour delivering pizza or that they were $250,000 in debt. And then they discovered online marketing and now they're, you know, living the the high life and they're going to teach you how they changed their lives for the better through online marketing. I heard that story so often and from so many people that I thought, that had to be my story too. It wasn't. And I let that hold me back and keep me stuck. But my story is my story. It's different from the rags to riches story. And your story is your story. And our unique stories, our unique background will attract the exact right audience at the exact right time. Just as Jeff told me years ago, it is true. He is 100% right. Your uniqueness is what sets you apart. You being you is what sets you apart from all of the other teachers in the same space as you. I should probably talk about competition here too. That's another common concern. This is not something that my subscriber asked me about uh, when she wrote, but it is something that I hear from people that there is too much competition in the market that they want to be in, and therefore they are concerned that they will not find success. So first of all, I want to say that I am in probably the second most competitive market, which is make money online. I would say the first most competitive is probably weight loss. So if I can create a multiple six-figure business in the make money online space, I guarantee there is not too much competition in whatever space that you are in. But I also want to invite you to think about your competition differently. First, because competition is a good thing. If you see competitors in your niche, it means that there is money to be made in that market. If you don't have any competitors, that is a much, much bigger concern. If I am talking to a six-figure systems member, I'm talking to a coaching client, and they say they don't have any competitors, that's a red flag to me. If there are no competitors, that means that there is no money to be made. So competition is a good thing. Your competitors are also probably not who you think they are. Now, if you think about the online business, online course creation space, People who come to mind might be people like Amy Porterfield and Marie Forleo. These people are not my competition. They're so far beyond me. They're at the top of the coaching ladder. They're at the they're on the top rung, and I am down on, you know, rung three or four or five, whatever, right? But they're way above me. They're way above me in um, in this space. And that's okay but they're not my competition. So the people that I want to be looking at as my competitors are people who are on those same rungs in the ladder as I am. Those are my competitors. So when you are thinking about who your competitors are, think about who your competitors really are, not who 
dominates the space because that probably is not your actual competition. And the reason that we want to really keep that in mind is because your true competitors often make really good partners. And I'm serious about that. You can make a lot of money if you work with your competitors instead of against them. I recorded a podcast episode about working with your competitors as well, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes. I would encourage you to go and listen to that. So keep in mind, there is not too much competition anywhere. You can make your way in even the most competitive of markets just because you are uniquely you. The third question that my subscriber had was, how do I know I have enough courses in me to keep going for the long run? This is my favorite question, I have to tell you. And the the funny thing here about content and courses is the more that you create, the more ideas you're going to have. And I have seen this play out again and again and again. I've seen it play out in my own life. Every time I create a course, there are things that get left on the cutting room floor, as they say, things that don't make it into the course. This is especially true if you are using the tiny course model like I use, where you're creating bite-sized content for people that teach one thing that give them one goal to go after and one way to achieve it. That's the tiny course model. One problem, one solution, very short, very focused course. We're not covering everything. We're not doing the soup to nuts. We're just covering one aspect. And that type of course model really leads to more and more ideas because there are things that you think you should include or things that you could include that then go on to become their own courses. So Content creation of any kind, course creation of any kind, really leads to more and more ideas. You will, I'd be surprised if you ran out of ideas if you really embrace the course creation model the way that I teach it. Some other ideas are you can always dig deeper. Remember, we talked about how you don't have to know everything, you don't have to be an expert in your field to teach. The more you teach, the more you're going to learn. And as you work towards that expert status, you're going to learn more things that your audience then needs to learn. You're bringing them up. They're they're following along on your journey. They're following along on the path that you are creating for them. So the more you learn, the more you have to teach. You can also go back and revise what you taught earlier as you learn new things. Remember, it is okay to change your methods. It is okay to change your mind. It's all part of the journey. As you learn, as you grow, you're going to change your, your mind about the way you taught something, or you're going to learn new insights that your students then need to know. So you can go back and revise those things that you taught earlier to include these new insights that you're learning. You can also explore new ideas and new interests. One of the things that I've been talking about a lot lately are soft skills. I never talked about that in the beginning. I never talked about that five years ago when I started creating courses. I never talked about mindset. I never talked about relationship building. I was all very much step-by-step, step, do this thing, do this thing, do this thing, and get the result that you want. But more and more, my students are asking me for things like mindset, things like relationship building, things like personal productivity. And I am learning more about that as I continue to grow as a course creator, as a human being, 
I'm learning more about that stuff and I'm sharing it with my students through my courses and through my content. So you can explore new ideas, new interests, wherever the journey takes you and create new courses about those things as well. When I think back to that day at the beach in Pensacola, I am so, so thankful that Nicole and Kelly and all of the other ladies who were there really pushed me out of my comfort zone and encouraged me to take this step into course creation. Taking my business in this direction has really had a huge impact on my life, and I've been able to help thousands of students to build their own businesses, which is not something I could have done or that would have happened had I let those confidence crushing questions stand in my way of getting started. So if you are feeling stuck, if you are thinking like my subscriber is thinking that you don't have, you know, that you don't know enough or that you can't stand out or that you won't know what comes next, I want you to remember three things. Number one, you don't have to know everything. My favorite bit of advice about that says that to a third grader, a fifth grader is a genius. So you get to be the fifth grader and never be afraid to admit that you don't have all of the answers either. Number two, remember that you will stand out from the crowd just because you're you and no one else can ever be you. Embrace what makes you unique from the stories that you tell to the way that you teach, because that combination is going to be exactly what someone out there is looking for in a teacher. And finally, don't worry about what comes next. Don't think that you have to have an entire lifetime full of content and courses planned out ahead of time. Just start creating. The next thing will reveal itself. It always, always does. Now, I would love to hear from you. Click over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 88 and leave me a comment. I'd like to know what concerns your brain is tossing out there that are leaving you feeling insecure about your business ideas. And let's see if we can work past them together. And you know what? If you're not comfortable leaving a comment like that in public, I get it. If that's the case for you, email me instead. You'll find me at cindy at cindybidar.com. And I do, in fact, read and respond to all of my own email. I would really love to connect with you. So feel free to email me. One more thing. If you're enjoying this show, would you pop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and leave me a rating and review? That helps the algorithms that control these sorts of things know that you value this content. And that's the best way to help me grow the podcast. I appreciate your support. Have a terrific day, and I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.